everyone and welcome back to Beneath the Briefs. We're back for our second season and a lot has changed. It's a new year. We have new co-hosts, so I'm excited for y'all to meet them. You might remember them from one of our episodes where they did their introduction. Our Wonder Twins, Devin and Dags. <laughs> yeah, so how are y'all feeling today? I feel a little slighted because you said they may remember us. Well, they, the show. they do remember us. Yeah. Y'all well, have been great. in a few episodes. Yeah. 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 We gave them live. Yeah. And <laughs> y'all have seen them, at least Devin. Y'all have seen her face Hopefully. on our stigma season. If, if you haven't seen any of this episodes, I definitely suggest you do because they have been great. But this season, we're going to have even better ones. Absolutely. Yeah. Only up from here. So talking about a new year, we talk about a lot of expectations, you know, mm -hmm. Ex we're expecting all of these great things about the new year. And I think that that's just how we function as people. We expect so much of everyone. And then when we're not able to fill up those expectations, we fall down and we start doing all these things that really don't work out in the end. So I came across this um, article that was talking about, and I feel like this is a, an old topic, but somehow I came back to this article that was talking about how some men um, are taking extreme measures into wanting to last longer in bed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, let me read over it. And the first thing I thought was like, are we still having the expectation of having to last so long in bed? Like, not me. To me personally, that's <laughs> that's tiring, man. I mean, we have so Dax much going on. Dax is the equal on. opportunity lover, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we have so much going on during the day. It's like, yeah, you want to kind of have sex, but but I mean, it doesn't have to last for two hours or three hours. I mean, that's just talking about expectations. That's one that I think we have to kind of let go. Yeah, I think um, the expectation of what sexual pleasure is and what it looks like to everyone kind of plays into that in yeah. terms of what our roles in, in sexual situations are. Men are supposed to be able to, you know, do whatever for however long until their other partner is satisfied and then juxtapose that with the conundrum of the other partners. And if we're going to refer, like if you know, we could say about men and women, mm -hmm. uh, women are statistically undersatisfied mm -hmm. when it comes to that, even with these things standing. So it kind of, you're absolutely right in that this has been a conversation that's been a thing forever. And it kind of confuses me because it's like, well, if we're talking about it on this angle, you know, about people trying to last longer and things like that. And then the other side of it are people who are not satisfied or who are not, you know, getting what it is they need, regardless of the length of the encounter. We're kind of talking about the wrong thing, I would think. Yeah, definitely. And then I, I like that you're you're talking about taking to, into account certain things. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, if you're having longer sex, does that really mean that you're enjoying it more? I mean, No, I it doesn't know. always mean I that. And it doesn't mean that a shorter encounter is less satisfying. I yeah. think the issue is that we try to, like, put these, like, we've talked about this in several episodes about putting things in boxes and making one experience the standard for an experience. And I think that's what shoots us in the foot as people setting these expectations on ourselves as to what we have to live up to and what our partners have to live up to, what strangers that we will never have sex with have to live up to. Mm -hmm. even. Exactly. Yeah. I think the gays were very sexually woke um, a lot of times, not all the time, but we're really cute about talking about sex. I think we're, we're all like, you know, whatever works, but we also have a lot of, um, oh, what's the way to put this? Like we, we're very friendly and we have lots of people in our rotations. So maybe it doesn't need to last as long because there's always someone knocking on the door after. I don't know. 
I, I actually like that you brought up gay sex and heterosexual sex because I mean there are differences. Men, um, on average, the time that they take to orgasm is five point four minutes. Mm -hmm. So, and that's different. If you're having sex with a woman, their time to orgasm is about thirteen, fourteen minutes. So, what is considered like the amount of time? I, I guess lastly longer is considering the amount of time you're actually in the act. But what is part of the act? Is it just like penetrative sex and then? you mm -mm. go into orgasm yeah no. i was gonna say that because i mean having satisfying sex doesn't even necessarily have to involve penetration it doesn't have yeah. to be penis to vagina intercourse sex or penis to anus intercourse sex. totally i think to put that big blanket around everything kind of ices out um different types of people first and foremost who do things differently but it also limits you know i think like the the constraints of your mind um, in terms of what sex is and what can feel good and what can be fun yeah and i like that you were talking about what goes on through your mind you know because i mean there are a lot of things involved when it comes to sex it's mm -hmm. not just pleasure it's about what's going on the rest of the day like what are you thinking if you're stressed out then you're probably not gonna be able to quote unquote last as long as you would want to also there are other things involved like is your body okay like or are you just really enjoying what's happening and the physical sensation is yeah. heightened for you or like you said about being stressed out the physical sensation mm -hmm. may not even be as important as whatever is happening mentally mm -hmm. and and with people's bodies, um, I can only speak for myself. As a woman, I can definitely attest to the fact that, you know, my, my body reacts a lot of times to what my mind is doing. So that can definitely play a part in that. I may, you know, I may have a partner that I'm just super duper jazzed up about. And even though they don't, you know, last for 75 hours, five minutes, and I'm good to go, you know, because it happens that way. Whereas with other people, it just may be different. Yeah. I, think, I think it's about boxes getting checked, mm -hmm. not boxes being like be people being put into boxes. But it's like, what is important to you when you're having sex? Like, Absolutely. and that can be is wide of spectrum is like mm -hmm. how long have i been talking to this person how was the date before we went here did this person open the door for me did they get the right kind of popcorn but right, already in that space you know them. because if they say the wrong thing or they do something you know stupid or that's a turn off that can turn off the whole situation so it can be like did they give me head did they eat me out did they do this for long enough did they cuddle me after i orgasmed you know, that even past the orgasm, I think is like, did the sex last long enough? You know, that kind of, what was right, the quality? I can sum up what is satisfying to you. We were having a conversation yeah. just yesterday about learning new things that turn you on or are attractive to you that you weren't even aware of before someone did it. Uh -huh. and, and how that can kind of make or break a situation, put you in that place or put you in that mood, or it can take you out of it. And mm -hmm. I think that impacts the length you know, I, I really, um, I really like this episode in terms of uh, us calling it tips to last longer in bed and, and about that whole conversation, because it really, it should be a misnomer. The conversation should not be on, you know, the amount of, of time or, or what boxes you checked if, if in your mind, like you're like, okay, so to make someone orgasm, I need to do this. And then I need to do that. And then I need to do this. And then we're done. Mm -hmm. I think we should take those kind of limits off of it and talk more about what your personal definition of pleasure is and how you can find that exactly. mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think the issue also comes i mean when we talk about lasting longer in bed we also have to associate it with 
ejaculating like Mm -hmm. and with that comes premature ejaculation Mm -hmm. i mean and and the process of having sex is not just about oh we're ejaculating here like ejaculating and having an orgasm are two different things i was recently listening to this um interview that they were talking about how we even um structure our thinking around what sex is and what sex means so for example for men when it comes to masturbation Mm -hmm. what they're used to is okay you're gonna jack off and then ejaculation and then you count that as your satisfaction but then you have issues when it comes to heterosexual relationships Mm. you have issues because the act that you're doing Mm -hmm. you're putting so much pressure on your penis that then it doesn't look the same when you're having sex with a woman because the vulva doesn't feel like that it's It's a completely different physical sensation so tight and Mm -hmm. then they're like oh i'm not feeling it and then they lose the erection or they're having a little more difficulty with doing that so they put a lot more pressure and that makes them come even faster Mm -hmm. so it's like you need to accommodate the whole process and and i mean and stop setting rules for sex i mean this society just has rules for everything Mm -hmm. even sex like when are we comfortable with what we're doing And I think that that in terms of us moving away from that as a society, that's probably never going to happen, which is why that has to be a personal choice. That has to be a personal enlightenment where you're like, you know what? I'm actually not having fun when I'm having sex. Why is that? Or I'm not getting satisfied the way that I wish I was getting satisfied. Why is that? Am I the reason for that? Am I holding myself back? Are there things that um, a big part of of what can play into, you know, mishap sexually is sexual repression. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it can be a, as simple as asking yourself, well, what am I holding back in my mind or holding back in myself that doesn't allow me to be fully free and fully pleasured in this moment? Yeah. And that can be a big thing, not just and not even just for one partner it doesn't have to be just for because i think a lot of times we talk about um how women's sexual repression plays a part in in not having satisfying sex but that can also be a very big thing for men exactly and for anyone truly because i mean the point of this podcast is not to put this in like some cisgender binary or straight or gay sex because sex is everyone and involves everyone in anything yes Mm-hmm. I think if you have, if you have, like, everybody's got different goals. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be orgasm. It could be like, did the person I was with like it? Were they enjoying it? You know, on the flip of that, it could be like, how does my ego feel? Do I feel cute because they felt cute? Like, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's all these things that can get in the way of your goal, which is whatever, whatever it may be. And it can be self-esteem. I, I mean, it could be the position that you're in. Like he you throws your legs up in there and you're looking at your stomach the whole time and you're thinking about that. And like, <laughs> yeah, your own, your yeah. own, your own narrative in your head set up exactly. already that keep you. Um, that's, I'm really glad that you said that um, in terms of your own hangups about your own body, uh-huh. keeping you from, you know, from enjoying yourself sexually. Let me just tell y'all right now, if they saw that gut when they met you, they were okay with it by the time y'all were having sex. Okay. You just hold it in half when they met you, I guess is the thing is that that changes the way things look in your head. You don't see yourself in that position all the time. Mm-hmm. Or if you, if you're into like videos and stuff, I'm listen, I have seen myself from from perspectives mm-hmm. I should not physically be able to see myself from, and that has messed with my self-esteem. You don't have, we don't have snail eyes. Mm-hmm. We can't see back there from that angle. And I've seen, I've seen it and it's, and it messes with me going forward, like having sex with somebody. I'm like thinking about an angle that literally no one can see at that moment. Exactly. Yeah. So then what in your mind do you think, and that's a very honest thing, what in your mind do you think would allow you to relax that in order to 
to to not be in a sexual encounter and thinking about that. To I think it's it. too late once you're in the sexual encounter and okay. that's happening. It takes being not in a sexy place. Maybe you're at Starbucks by yourself and you and you have to like use the mental energy to go there and be like, "Hey, self, you remember that time?" That mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And let's let's unpack that real quick. That way, next time you're prepared because it it can be that sort of issue. Absolutely. It could be the issue of like, I really like you and I'm nervous. Um, and so I want, I want to please you. I want to make sure that you're, you're feeling good about this. You know, I want you to want to do this next time there. There could be like, um, you're eating my ass out. Please don't fart. Don't fart. Don't fart. Don't fart. Don't fart. Don't fart in his face. Don't fart in his face. Like, <laughs> and so you're not allowing yourself you're, you're, ha- you're basically <laughs> having like sex with yourself mentally. You're not having yes. sex with the other person. Like you're having like horrible thought sex, like, you know, just, But, you know, not to put a lot of pressure on oneself, this is something that has a process to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you wouldn't be thinking about, oh, I don't look that good while I'm seeing myself on video if you didn't have anything to compare it to. But the issue is that we do have things to compare it with. People who watch porn, for example, they grow up thinking, oh, I have to look like that and I have to last that long because that's what they're making it seem like it's the goal. Like that's what they're making it seem like what I need to be doing, how I need to be looking and how I need to portray myself to this other person for them to achieve an orgasm, for example. Yes. And your goal, if that's the goal, is to be like porn, you have to realize that goal is not the goal. That's your particular goal. And your particular goal may not be the same as your partner's. Mm. And that parallels the whole like porn isn't sex for everybody parallels with like jerking off with your hand vigorously and angrily is not the same as vaginal sex. Exactly. It's not the same as booty sex. Like the pressure and textures are different and it feel and your your junk gets used to that. So maybe a fun, healthy way to mitigate all of this is to if you're gonna watch porn, watch all types of porn. Mm-hmm. You know, get your, yourself from the idea that one way is the only way. Exactly. And if you're gonna masturbate, maybe masturbate softly sometimes or with a different kind of lube or with a different part of your hand. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. You know, and see, that's another thing. You're so used to this pressure. Well, man, are you used to this pressure whenever they're (laughs) masturbating and like it's their hand nothing's gonna feel like your hand and especially if you're not using lube you're just gonna feel the need to have this friction to have this Mm -hmm. like holding on to your penis it's like you need to reaccommodate your thoughts and how you feel about what feels good so that you can actually enjoy what's really the encounter Mm -hmm. you know i think similar to that is uh with women and clitoral orgasms Mm -hmm. So a lot of women do not achieve vaginal orgasm for many reasons. They never achieve it. Um, Some women are lucky enough to be able to achieve that with themselves and uh, with others. So a lot of times, a lot of focus is put on women having clitoral orgasms. And and a lot of people result to masturbating for that because, you know, partners aren't, you know, as comfortable with that. You know, women are disencouraged from talking about sex historically, things like that. And, and, And the whole notion of guiding your partner and teaching your partner how to have sex with you is not something that a lot of people are super forthcoming about doing. So even in doing that with getting used to masturbating or using toys and things to achieve clitoral stimulation, you can kind of desensitize yourself to uh, to the physical sensation of having sex with someone else. Or on the flip side, you learn exactly what you like and what you need to do. The same as, you know, uh, for men masturbating with their hands, you figured out what exactly works for you in that situation, but you don't know how to recreate that with another person. 
And I think that that is also important in learning that I can achieve this specific sensation that I'm going for because this is what I like. You know, some people do prefer masturbating to physical sex, but if you want to do it a different way, um, I think what goes into that is just some exploration and putting your guard down with yourself a little bit, just like Dax was kind of getting at um, and allowing yourself to be like, you know what? It might sound silly. It might look silly, but I like it. And, you know, especially if you're with a partner who likes you, they'll 10 times out of 11 be down to figure out whatever they need to figure out so that everyone involved has fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so with that being said, I think that in order for us to actually come up with tips, we have to make sure that we're covered what is costing you to not achieve the time that you want when you are having sex. Mm -hmm. So for example, we talked a little bit about how stress can be related to why you're not lasting, how long you would want to last. Depression also, that has into effect. Like if you are in a in a position where you're not feeling well mentally, well, of course you're not gonna want to have sex, but if you're in a position also where you can't, and, and we might get into this in a different episode where you can't tell your partner, hey, I, I don't want to be having sex right now, but you're forced into that, then that's another thing that needs mm -hmm. to be solved and that has nothing to do with how long you're lasting in bed. Guilt also, I mean, a lot of people, and when it comes to premature ejaculation, Guilt is associated with the fact that their knowledge of what it means to ejaculate, like from growing up, you know, a lot of kids just go to the bathroom, they're in their 12 to however long they're mm -hmm. living with their parents, and they go in there like five minutes, and they're just like <laughs> going and going, and, and it's like, oh my god, anytime someone can come and just open the door, and, and they're going to see me doing this, that it's like they are they don't approve it, so that can also be taken into account, so I mean, if, if you're still living with your parents, find a time for doing this, or if you're living alone, then just set your mind into that tone and be like, oh, okay, well, I think now I have enough autonomy to be like, I feel comfortable in here. This is my space. This is where I feel comfortable. Autonomy is such a great word. I for love this. autonomy. Yeah. Prioritize your autonomy and your personal sexual relationship. Simple as that. Yeah. Y'all ever put masturbate on your to do list? Sometimes. Yes. I do. I Absolutely. for sure do. <laughs> Jerk off right there. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to work a little bit. Then I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do that. And I'm going to masturbate. You know, plod yeah. that little acorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Dex actually um, brought up the poor body image um, idea of this. So, I mean, when it comes to that, just don't pay attention to what's online. I feel like yeah. our expectations and again, going back to the expectations topic, I feel like they've changed over time and they're probably going to change from here to five, mm -hmm. five years from now or even a month from now. Mm -hmm. So don't worry too much about that. Just worry about experiencing pleasure. For sure. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I find myself like I have a I have a friend with benefits um, who is just smoking hot, just like stupid. Like you <laughs> really like the person that you see on Instagram that's like hitting the gym. But like and I and I and I just I can't with with guys like that usually because mm -hmm. it's just like, why? You know, I can't date that person because they're not going to have enough time for me. Come on. You're at the gym. Um, but like <laughs> you can go to the gym with when you hang out. Thing. Yeah, not, not happening. Um when you hang out with this person, you realize not only are you like very attractive and appealing to my eyeballs, but to my heart, you are also because like, you're just a good person. You've got a great personality. Like we really jive a lot of chemistry uh, that gets said a lot in text is like, we've got great chemistry. Um, person is not like, doesn't want to date, which is fine. But during the act of sex, Sometimes a person that you feel is out of your league really verbalizes, I'm so into this. I'm mm -hmm. so into this. I'm really like, you know, and it's yeah. like, 
really and so, <laughs> oh my god i thought you were going somewhere else with that i was like yeah. just and that and it's like yeah if you if your part just trust i guess what i'm getting at is like just trust your partner if your partner says i'm into this i'm i'm into you you're so beautiful like be like okay cool awesome great because you're the one i'm having sex with right now anyway like affirmation from your partner can be very very helpful with this so yeah so the tip is um if you are not the partner that's experiencing the the anxiety or whatever and you do like having sex with your partner and you know that they are struggling with that maybe just be nice a little bit you know and just like give them a little extra nudge and be like damn i'm loving everything you're doing here this is awesome um because that helped me you know in that moment at least you know after after like the fifth or sixth time of of experiencing that yeah. you know it went away i was like okay cool well, i mean if you're into this you're into this everyone's got a demographic alleviates confusion i yeah. always say that anytime that that you can have the opportunity to like oh if you feel like someone may feel anxious or they may feel insecure about this affirming someone and supporting someone verbally can go a very long way mm-hmm. yeah and then another thing to take into account when it comes to why you're not enjoying sex or not lasting as long as you would like to last is just taking care of your sexual health. I mean, we can't talk enough about this. Just make sure you know your body, make sure that Mm -hmm. you're getting tested, make sure that if you need any type of treatment, you get treatment. And you know what's great? You can actually do that at Prism Health North Texas. Yes, one of us can actually (laughs) do that for you. Yeah, that's all I do all day. I love it. Yes, free STI testing, STI treatment, uh, sexual health information, condoms, lube, all the stuff that you need to have a good, fun, healthy sex life, we can provide you with except a partner. We don't sell those yet. No, yeah, um, we're working on it. We've got some stuff in the works. Some robots in development, you know. Positronic (laughs) brain keeps, you know, falling apart. (laughs) So let's give out some tips because, I mean, let's end up with a bang. Some solutions here. (laughs) With a bang. Uh. Um, So when it comes to masturbation, I was talking about how we can even change our habits of how long we're lasting. Just as easy as changing your masturbation habits. Mm -hmm. I mean... Mm -hmm try out more lube i i actually have a few tips in here that i had to ask a, what are your a male tips, friend what um because i don't have a penis so i i wouldn't know <laughs> um but the tips that they actually said was position positioning make mm-hmm. sure that mm-hmm. if you if you are not trying to ejaculate just yet then for your penis to have a little more room in there maybe when it comes to masturbation there is this thing called stop and start um, when you feel like mm-hmm. it's coming just relax a little hey, 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 not yet and then you go back to this it this is what the kids call edging yeah edging. Okay. i have the most embarrassing story about that i was texting this guy right and i used to work in a garden center right and i should have picked up on this because this is how this person knew me and i was like what are you up to and i was feeling frisky in that moment but he was like oh you know just at home edging fully, oh, fully. he was fully edging his lawn yes, and i was like was Ooh, sexy and it was oh god it was so bad because i was like okay well pics or didn't happen you know just very like did he send you the pics of his nicely manicured lawn uh-huh he sure did nice. and i was confused and i was like oh i completely thought this was a different conversation i mean but um, maybe we could have taken the conversation there so i know it went there it went there but it was just like embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that you might be able to do is wear a condom. I mean, if you are having too many sensations at once, if you use a condom, it's going to work for two things. It's going to desensitize things a little bit, not too much so that you lose your erection, but you're going to be able to last just a couple more minutes. And the other great thing is that you're preventing STIs. You're Mm -hmm. preventing things like gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, all of that stuff, HIV. Maybe even Um, pregnancy. Even pregnancy, yes, yes, if you're having sex with someone who has a vagina. So... Yeah, we have free condoms. 
You can mm-hmm. go to freenicepackage.com. 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 You heard it here first. <laughs> so just make sure you go there. You can choose any condoms that you like for free. And then we send them to you once a month um, for free as well. So you just get mm-hmm. it in your door. You have your condoms and go ahead and have 30 minute sex if you if that's what you like. Disclaimer, if you, if you want those condoms and you don't live in Texas, uh-huh. we can't do that. But if you're, you know, if you have a friend that lives in Texas, let them order it they can send it to you yeah um that's a good tip there are similar or uh projects in other states so we're not the only ones i mean but at the end of the day and this is and this is something that we talk with our patients all of the time one thing that it comes to prevention and just feeling good overall is just communicating with your partners Mm -hmm. just make sure that you feel comfortable talking about these things this we're all being sexually active we're all wanting for this to be pleasurable so i mean just talk to them talk to them and and talk to yourself yeah and figure out what feels good for you and follow that Mm -hmm. exactly so i mean in terms of talking about you know how people last longer in bed and what other what natural tips that we could use for that there are other things that are maybe a little less natural such as something called chemsex you know that is a that's not something that i'm personally familiar with i'm not sure if dax is either so there are different ways for different people to uh, enhance their sexual experience. And mm-hmm. some people use meth and some people use poppers and some people use Viagra. And some people um, use gas station pills. That too. Yeah. Hey, wow. with the with the tiger arr, and or the, the, the pussycat one for women. I mean, there are lots of uh, ways um, and and some have much longer lasting effects on your body and your following week and all of that mm-hmm. and that would be meth or partying and playing is a big thing on grinder mm-hmm. especially here in dallas as you see that a lot that mm-hmm. is something that's happening and um, we are having an episode about that to dive in that a little more with a couple of experts and some people who can really chop it up so please stay tuned for that episode if you're at all interested in learning more about this Yes, yes. Make sure you turn into that episode. Um, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, we definitely encourage you to do that. And if you have any questions about anything we talked about, you can actually give us a call and leave a voicemail for the next episode. Our phone number is 469-540-2253. Again, that number is 469-540-2253. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll put you on the next episode. Yeah, call and ask whatever you want, even if it's not um, something that applies to that specific subject. If you have any questions about sex, any specific topic that you would like to hear us talk about, send it in. Story? Yes, Yes, give us a story. Give us some mess, please. We would love to talk about that. And then if you share yours, we can share ours. So it's gonna be cute. Well, it's been fun, guys. We'll see each other on the next episode, which we're gonna talk about chemsex. I'm excited about that. I don't. I'm really excited to see you know what comes out of that conversation. It'll be very interesting. Yeah. So this was a blast as always. Thank you all for tuning in. Love you. Bye. 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 See you later.